friends, welcome back to another episode of Let's Not. I'm your host, Sam. And I'm Michelle. And welcome back to episode 16. Wow. It feels like longer than that, right? Yeah. It feels like, well, we've been doing this since March. March, yeah. So it does feel like it should be more than that, but... Brainstorming since, like, January, mm-hmm. maybe? Was it January or no? February, yeah. maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Um, although quality-wise, you might think this is our first episode, but it's not. <laughs> but we hope in the future to get some stuff to help us sound a little more professional. Yeah. To ease Jake's concerns. Mm-hmm. And also mine, because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, whenever I edit, when it's my turn to edit, I, like, cringe because I'm like, oh. I just, yeah. It's all coming out. Mm-hmm. She's laying the truth bombs on me. Laying the truth right now. (laughs) Um, No, but this episode, we are talking about why we choose not to have kids. Mm -hmm. So we'll be getting into that. Yeah. And I just want to do a little preface here and say you probably do want to have kids Mm -hmm. and I don't need to tell you that that's your right, but you can do whatever the hell you want. Yep. Um, And so I hope that... Our opinions on it don't offend you. We're not trying to do that at all. It's just how we feel about the situation. Yeah, just about our experience mm-hmm. and why we haven't chose to have yeah. kids. Do yeah, do whatever you want. Um, but first, we wanted to do a little mental health check. Yeah, I requested it. <laughs> Michelle requested it, which I'm open for that Mm -hmm. so yeah if you guys feel like doing a little mental health check with us you can always message us on our instagram send us an email Mm -hmm. if you just ever need to just word vomit yep mental health vomit Mm -hmm. we are here for that we will be that sponge for you yes what a great visual (laughs) (laughs) just Um, going back to like female birth control now yeah oh god i just always think of elaine from seinfeld with the fucking sponge yep are you sponge worthy though what do you mean by that (laughs) that's what she says because like she only had one it gets discontinued so she's like yes i'm sponge worthy "Mm -hmm." (laughs) um okay so how are you feeling though I'm Uh, i'm gonna start with you you're gonna start with me where do I start? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like take too much time to talk about it, but um Is your mental health being affected by your trying to just get general health? Yeah. <laughs> uh so I've been in the process recently of I have like a list of health doctors and things that I need to do and um I'm slowly checking things off my list. So here's my list. It was to find a primary care physician to schedule an appointment with that person. And I've done that. So I have an appointment. All these appointments, by the way, are in September. So I'm like, I'm like, get it done for yeah. September. Yeah. So then I can just unwind for October there you go. and embrace the spooky mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that. And then I'm also going to an eye doctor, which I haven't been to the eye doctor since middle school. I have a, an appointment with my asthma doctor And then the last thing that I need to do is find some kind of therapist because I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not living my best life. I feel like I'm a prisoner. Just a prisoner. I'll just say that because I'll probably start crying. So just like, I feel like I'm locked in a cage. Okay. You know? Yeah. So that's how I feel. Yeah. You need more than this podcast. I need more. 
Yeah. 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 So. I get it. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I'm still trucking along. Mm -hmm. As we all are. As we all are. Yep. I'm so sorry. It's fine. It shouldn't, but it shouldn't be this, like, your mental health shouldn't be affected because it's impossible to just get convenient, yeah, easy to access health, other health, like, just a primary care so then you can get a therapist, you I know? I know. It's so crazy. And then it's like, well, do you see a counselor? Do you see a therapist? Do you see a psychiatrist? Do you see a, what's mm -hmm. the other one? Is it psychiatrist, psychologist? It's mm -hmm. like so much. Yeah. Um, but when I was like, I was texting Michelle about it and she's like, well, why don't you just start with like a primary and then tell them that you're needing and they'll kind of help you. Like you don't have to. And that reminds me, I'm like, okay. So <laughs> that reminds me, I also was trying to find a female doctor, like an OBGYN. And I ended up making an appointment with my primary care and it was just such a hassle. It took like several hours to finally get something situated because it's like they're not taking new patients even though it says so on your insurance website. It's just such a shit show. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to schedule the appointment. The person who was who's the scheduler doesn't even work for that particular doctor's office. So I'm like, hey, do they do women exams, like pelvic exams? And mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I'm pretty sure. And it's like, well, what if I schedule this appointment out a month later yeah. and I finally go? And they're like, oh, we actually don't do that. Like you need to see. So it's just like no one knows anything. And you really have to be like a – you have to be such a advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm used to people – not knowing like how this is gonna sound really bitchy but it's like I'm used to people <laughs> not knowing how to do their job like yeah, yeah. just to give you an example one time when my mom was going through um the early stages of possibly being diagnosed with lung cancer a nurse called her and said that her cancer results were negative she ended up calling back and say oh I'm sorry I read you the wrong chart you actually do have cancer so it's like I don't trust anyone like people are so I don't want to say you're stupid at doing your job, but it's, like, people are human. I know yeah. that they're not all, like, they make mistakes and all of that stuff. But it's, like, ugh, I just, I'm always, like, very skeptical. And I'm, like, yeah. are you on your A-game? Do you know what you're doing in your job? And all of that stuff. And it's, like, you work with people who just uh -huh. aren't very great at their job. Anyways, so, yeah, uh, I don't know where I was going with getting those appointments scheduled, but hopefully I can get my mm -hmm. pelvic exam done. But if not, that'll be down the road. But That'll be a November thing. Yeah, so I'm glad <laughs> that I have a few appointments scheduled. Um, and then, like, I just felt so anxious. I literally wanted to, like, I thought my skeletal was just going to, like, burst out of my flesh mm -hmm. and so I went for a run and I was like running so fast which normally I'll try to keep my pace so I yeah. can run longer since I have asthma but Michelle I was running so fast that I thought my legs were gonna break off and I got to a point of where I thought my legs were like some kind of ride where I remembered I was like oh my god I'm the one controlling my legs like I need to yeah. pay attention like I just wasn't even Whoa. I was just like on autopilot yeah. it was so weird and, like, Joe woke up, and he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I went on a run. Like, I'm about to freak out. Yeah. And I got back, and he's like, what's going on? And I told him about scheduling those appointments. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I hate living here in Massachusetts. And he was like, why? And I'm like, I just want to go back to Kansas, have my dentist, have my asthma doctor, have my nurse practitioner, even though two of the doctors don't even practice anymore. <laughs> so maybe it was meant to be. But he's like, that's how it is everywhere. And I'm like, it was so simple back there. I it, it had to have been. And I'm like, Joe, no, you just call a place. They get yeah. you in. 
they do the blood work. Everything is done there. And Uh it's just like, it's crazy. But I guess that's like city living or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I can't imagine that it was this hard back in the 90s when our parents were scheduling these things. I don't remember it like my mom being a stressed out mess about doing a yearly physical with us, Mm -hmm. a a dentist check-in. Well, and that's what I thought too, Michelle. I'm like, God, I can't even imagine if I was calling and making these appointments for my kid. On top which, of it, well, yeah. That's why I don't have a kid, no. But <laughs> it's like, is it because we come from the generation of the people who don't even like being on the phone? Who don't yeah. even like making calls anymore? I don't know. So It might be. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm still used to calls because like it's the only way my mom knows how to uh, interact because yeah. she doesn't have like a cell phone to text and she's not a Skyper or anything. Yeah. So I guess I'm like, I don't mind making calls. Yeah. I don't, but it's like, I just always get run into people who hate life and they're always so fucking rude. And I'm just like, bro, you have a job. Be thankful for even being alive today. Like, what is your problem? If you're not happy at your job, leave. I wish you got my people because I always get on the phone ready to rip shit. And then like, I get somebody that's like, hi, how can I help you? And I'm like, Hi there. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I'm not ready to rip shit. I'm like, oh my God, please don't be mean to me because yeah. I'm, I'm on I the verge of help. crying. Yeah. So then I'll be like super fucking nice. So fucking nice. And then when they are nice, I'm like, thank you so much for being so nice. Yeah. Like you do not know how much you made this easy and how much you lit up my day. Like, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. And they're probably like, can you fucking chill out? Like, yeah. So anyway, but yeah. Do you feel like your forest gump runs where you don't know where you're going help you? Um, yeah, like I did feel better when halfway through mm-hmm. until like the next day. But yeah, but I do. I think runs? so. Yeah, because yeah. there was like, um, I recently had a little dip of where I wasn't running. Um, and like, I just felt more antsy and like my brain always goes. But then when I run, it's like I'm actually taking everything in like I'm not inside my brain Mm -hmm. it's like I'm just looking outside I'm listening Mm -hmm. to the music I can I just like feel that my feet are touching the ground and that the sun's like burning my skin and that the wind's like grazing my Mm -hmm. face like it's just such a nice feeling yeah Mm -hmm. I feel like you would benefit from like one of those retreats where you are stuck in nature you know what I mean I love being in nature yeah and you can just really connect with the earth and be like there's so many bigger things and I'm just it it's not like scary in that sense where it's like I'm just a little speck here yeah the world is a huge magical thing you know I think you're right because even like if I take Raven outside like I'll just breathe in so deeply just appreciating the air and it's like Mm -hmm. I touch all of the trees that I walk Mm -hmm. by and Joe's always like what are you doing (laughs) and I'm like Joe I just like I just love touching trees I love touching grass and it was raining the other day and like you could hear the rain hit all of the leaves and then the rain Mm -hmm. was like slowly dripping off the leaves and I just like had my face up and I was just there with Raven I was just like letting it fall on me I was just taking it all in I was like oh I just love this so much Mm -hmm. So we're going to Vermont next weekend. Oh, yay. Um, Our friends, Jason and Ashley, their parents have like a cabin out there. And Mm. I'm so excited. I'm like, I just want to be outside every single second. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be a nice little reset. Yeah, I hope so. That'll be nice. Yeah. But enough about me. How's Michelle doing? 
I'm actually, thankfully, I'm much better than I was on Monday when I asked for this. Really? I think yesterday was like my reset day. Yeah. Which was good because I was starting to feel it last Friday. Um, Jake works from, he works like 10 hours a day at his regular job, like Monday through Thursday and has like Friday through Sunday off. But he is, I'm so proud of him, becoming a tattoo artist. That's so, so exciting. I know. And so he's apprenticing now, which means... Any minute that he's free, he's at the shop, or if he's not at the shop, he's here, like, painting and doing stuff for it, which is 100% what he needs to be doing. But I am stuck in one place all the time with this goddamn ankle. And so last Friday he was at the shop, and then he called, and he was like, I'm going to leave at closing time, but Bo called me, and he wanted to see what I'm doing tonight. Like, do you mind? And I was just like, no, no, like, go. Mm-hmm. You know, Bo's leaving next week. You got to go and hang out with him. You're already in town. Um, and he was like, are you sure? And I was like, absolutely. And then I got off the phone and I started crying. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, I didn't want him to come home because no, I didn't want him not. to, like, sit and watch TV with me. But at the same time, it's like, <sighs> I'm here all day and I don't even know if, like, I want company, but I'm on my couch staring out the window watching the neighborhood oh. live their lives, walk their dogs, ride their bikes, and I'm just, I'm like an involuntary agoraphobe where yeah. I'm just, like, pining to be out in the oh world again. Gosh. Um, So it was, like, really getting me down because I was just like, I'd love to just go to the studio. I'd mm-hmm. love to go to Target, look at things. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go and get a coffee from yeah. the coffee. Just, like... Things that obviously I take for granted and they're just privileges in their own, but I'm just like, I just want to go and do. Like, I'm sick of being stuck in this room by myself. And so I was like kind of on a very low, low up until probably yesterday. And then this is so random and I don't know why it like jerked me out of it, but Ethan calls me. Ethan is Jake's brother, his little brother. Um... And he just called and said, hey, I'm going to actually be in the area. I wanted to see if you needed anything, if you wanted me to stop by and take care of anything for you. Like, I have to be back in, like, two hours, but I can run by real quick. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, people, you check in on me. me, Like, people are checking in on me. Like, I'm, you know, but it was just, I don't know. It was just like, a little brother doesn't do that, you know? Like, why would he even think to Mm -hmm. think of me? And so I was just like, I just really appreciate this call. Um, And then we ended up talking for 30 minutes about, like, what he's doing at his job and it was just like a nice little chat and then I got off the phone I was like that really brightened my spirits and then my groceries got delivered and (laughs) they left it outside on the stoop on like a super fucking hot day and so I was like fuck this sucks because I'm not I haven't been able to get onto the lower landing which is like two steps away and they were outside but I figured it out yeah it took 40 minutes but I fucking figured it out, and I got back inside. No injuries, no missteps, and that fucking boosted me even more. Oh, good. And so I was just like, it was just like little things where it's like, you know what? I can make it. Yep. This is a temporary situation. Mm-hmm. I just need to do little things that make me feel accomplished every day. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was a little shitty there for a few days, and it's like. It's just how I'm feeling. And I told Jake, he called me when he was coming home and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just feel abandoned. And he was like, oh my God. He was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I don't feel abandoned by you. I don't even think that's the right word. I just, I'm just stuck here, Mm -hmm. you know? And it just kind of sucks. And I can only watch so much TV Mm -hmm. before it gives me a headache. 
Michelle. <laughs> so, I mean, since you're saying that, because I was thinking like a few weeks ago, I was like, I wonder when Michelle would feel comfortable like leaving her house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe she's afraid. And because I was like, even if we just like drove to go get coffee or drove yeah. to Target and put you in like a little wheelchair, <laughs> a little wheelie cart, like mm-hmm. I'll do whatever. I just wasn't sure what your comfort level was like with anyone but Jake. Yeah. That's the thing. Isn't it weird? Like it is very much like a, I think just because obviously he's seen me, he showers me. So it's like, if I fall with him, I don't feel embarrassed. And I know that he can pick me up and stuff like that. And also I think it's a thing where it's like, well, I don't want to put that on somebody else. That's not Jake. No, like I, but, yeah. let's plan like an yeah. outing. Cause I will like, I'm a great caretaker. I know you If are. we fall, yeah. I will roll over <laughs> we'll to fall where together. you fall on me. I'm not even kidding. Like I'm great at no. that. I know that you would be too. And I think I'm getting better. It finally doesn't hurt just moving it around. Mm-hmm. I now know I can do the mud room and like, I'm like, I'm a little nervous. I think after the third, when I get my boot, I'll be blazing around here. I guess I've just been nervous with the cast because I'm not supposed to put weight on it. So I'm just like, if I stumble and I'm by myself, like I'm fucked. Mm -hmm. And so like, I wait for Jake to be here. Like he put me out on Sunday, but he was busy. So he kind of just like put me out there kind of like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) So I can suck in some light. And then like before he had to go, he brought me back in. But it's just things like that where it's like, I was kind of assuming Friday through Sunday, like he could take me outside. We could do stuff. I feel very, very comfortable and trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's busy and yeah. he needs to be doing what he's doing. So, but it's gotten better. Like, I honestly, I it's it feels like a complete, not a 180, but like a 150 mm-hmm. from how I was feeling on Monday, which That's is good. nice. Yeah. yeah. It, it is like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes like it's natural that we take for granted just like feeling normal mm-hmm. or feeling average or feeling good every day. And then it's like when oh, yeah. you're sick, when you break a leg, yeah. it's just how wow. do people do this that deal with chronic pain? Mm-hmm. And Oh, it's such like an eye-opening mm-hmm. experience. Even just like cleaning the house, you know, I probably shouldn't be doing it to the extent I'm doing it, but I got to do something or else I'm going to like lose my mind. And it probably took me nine hours where it normally takes me like two and a half, three and mm-hmm. just trying to jostle the scooter with the vacuum and yeah. it's, it's, it's a feat. Michelle's vacuuming, guys. <laughs> I just, I had, like, I'm here all day, so, like, I noticed all the tumbleweeds of fur, and I'm just like, Jake's working around the clock. Like, I hate when he gets home that he has to do mm-hmm. it. And it's like, if I just do it very slowly all day, yep. I'll do something all day. Yeah. So, how about this? I'll send you a list of doctor appointments that I need scheduled, mm-hmm. and you can Ooh, schedule them for me. I'll do that. <laughs> I was wondering, because, like, when I was telling Joe about that, I was like, how do people do this? He's like, it's just being an adult. And I'm like, yeah. is it really hard for the, like this for anyone else? And I'm like, what do celebrities do? Like, I need to hire someone mm-hmm. just, not to say I'm a celebrity, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I need to hire someone who can deal with, like, being on the phone and scheduling yeah. appointments. Yep. It's just like... You don't have to deal with it, you know? No. And I think it's so much easier when it's for somebody else. Like, I mean, that was like my main role at our last job was just Mm -hmm. scheduling and emailing back and forth. I love it when it's not for me because then I just push it off, you know? Ugh. Isn't that the worst? It's like, what the heck? It makes no sense. It's like I've taken Raven to the vet three times in the past Uh month, but I haven't been to the doctor (laughs) myself. I'm like, Sam, you need to... Yeah. (laughs) I I love my dog and I'm glad I could take care of her, but... I also need to take care of myself. Yeah, but it's good. I'm glad. Are you feeling any better or you're still in it? Um, I mean, I just feel like, like I was telling you earlier, like, 
I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm so used to, I've felt like this for like a really long time, mm. probably since like being a kid. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just used to it. Yeah. But then I'm like, what would life be like if I didn't feel yeah. like this? Well, I hope that they can like get you to like a therapist or, you know, maybe just talking, maybe so. medication. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that can get done mm-hmm. to, to assist you. Yeah. And I hope that the Vermont trip really does a number. It's funny because, like, you're so upbeat and stuff that it's... I know. It's just like never... my eyes are literally watering. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry, Sam. I wish I could... Okay. Now it's we're just okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry too, much. No. It fucking sucks sometimes. Mental health is like a bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish... Like, it's great that it's more open now, but it's, like, I wish it wasn't... Is it our generation that it be, not becomes a thing, but it's, like, that it became more of an open yeah. thing? Like, I just wish, like, young kids who have, like, support and help, I wish we had that. Yeah. You know what? It's coming around, and unfortunately, like, different generations have to, like, hold their own burdens and make progress for, like, the younger kids. Yeah. And um, I think it's honestly just talking about it and being honest and open. And for anyone that thinks that, like, oh, why does anyone have a podcast or why do people mm-hmm. need to talk about whatever? It's like, you don't know who might hear it and you yeah. fucking might help. But it's just talking about things and making them normal. Yep. Normalizing it. hmm Damn. Okay. All right. We're going to get through this. <laughs> Give me all your doctors. I'll, I'll set your appointments. <laughs> We're going to make this work. We're going to take you to Target. Mm -hmm. We got to go look at Halloween stuff, too. Yeah. Plus, we have a Halloween party to to think about. Me and Michelle are talking about throwing a Halloween party together, and we need to zero it in on the calendar. I was like, well, if we do this party, Sam's going to have to bring a lot of shit up, or we're going to Oh, I will. I will. It's going to be fun. Look, we have things to look forward to. We do. Okay, well, you tell me when you feel comfortable uh, scooting. Scooting around. Yep. Yep. Because I'll even come up here more than once a week. Okay? I'm just saying. It's not like I'm doing anything with my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, also, <laughs> did you see my Insta stories last night about me waxing my eyebrows? I'm looking at it. Can you tell which one it is? <laughs> kind of. I, I didn't when you first came in. I was even going to say, I don't yeah. notice a difference. But now that I'm like this close to you. Michelle, I like I it. knew. I only had two wax strips and I was like, can I do this? Because mm-hmm. they were pretty bad. And my fucking acrylic nails are, like, grown out. They're They're talons. So I was trying to wax my eyebrows, which I do all the time, and I do a fabulous job. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was, like, trying to cut them into mini strips, and it just did not work. And I completely, like, wiped off the top of my eyebrow. And I, like, did it, and I was trying to, like, with my nails. It's, like, literally Uh that meme where it's, like, get your nails done. (laughs) Like, in the long fucking fingernails. Tip tapping. Yeah, exactly. I was, like, oh, my God, how do I pull this strip? Like, I couldn't get it with my fingernails. And I even knew. I put I was, like, yeah, this is going to be bad. And I went, and then I just always look down because I'm like, okay, that's a decent amount. Like, I can Uh look up and not cry. But I saw all (laughs) the hair, and I was like, yeah, that's my normal eyebrow hair that I like to keep on. And I looked up, and I was like, all right. I was like, well, at least it's on the side of my bangs if I want to wear my bangs down. But I was like, I'm just going to embrace it. Yeah. Well, you have such perfect thick eyebrows. They're not thick right now. They're like literally 90s. 
are you high? And you know what? Karma got me, Michelle. Why? Because I was looking at someone's eyebrows on Instagram mm. on a story, and I was like, oh, wow, their eyebrows just kind of make me think of 90s eyebrows. Uh-huh. Like, they're cute on them. Yeah. Can I have them? No. And then now I got 90s eyebrows. It's all right. I'll just... If they look fine. They honestly face. look great. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone's like, well, why did you do them yourself? It's just like, the internet's so bizarre. I've never... Like, I'm just sharing this to make yeah. you laugh. Exactly. I'm not looking for... For a little chuckle. For a little chuckle. <laughs> not looking for advice. <laughs> I didn't come here for a solution. Sometimes... Do you think if you followed me on Instagram for the first time, would you get my sense of humor? Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, but anyway. Some people just like to give their opinions and their advice all the time. It's mm-hmm. not like you're like, guys, what should I do? What you're like, do? look at what I did. Mm-hmm. And also, I've never got my eyebrows done after I went to a professional and they took and half you- of my fucking eyebrow <laughs> off. I've always had my own eyebrows. Yeah. Me too. I used to go to snip and clip like in my 20s, but yeah. I'm like, no, I'm just doing yeah. it myself. You have great eyebrows though. Thanks. So do you. Um, thank you. Our first episode, actually, we had mentioned how we don't want kids, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that a few people said, oh, that's crazy that you don't want kids. Um, I think my mother-in-law, sorry, Audrey, was <laughs> very bummed out that it was said very definitively. I think she's still that hoping. it's permanent yeah. when you say it out loud. <laughs> I think she's still hoping for a little change of room. Who knows? But mm-hmm. I am, I'm going to say I'm 98% sure that I will physically not be having children. I'm going to keep 1% open for that bizarre aspect that at 35, all of a sudden I become baby hungry. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep another percent open if Handmaiden's Tale comes to fruition. Oh, so those are my two percents that I'm leaving open. Yeah. But I would say 98% sure that's not going to, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. How about you? Um, I don't, I don't know. I feel like... You said you're 97 or 98? 98. 98. I feel like I'm... Is this the price of right? (laughs) Is this the price of right? (laughs) I'm going with high now. (laughs) Um, I don't... Why is this hard for me to talk about? No, it's It's because we've just been talking about shitty things. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm probably 99%. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. That I wouldn't physically have kids as well. Um, I thought you were gonna go like seventies with the with the him and hawing. Really? Yeah, I thought you were like. Well, it's because it's like when it's like, would it be different? It's just like you never know and never yeah. say never. And if something happened to where like the doctor was like, well, you can never have kids, and it's like, well, shit. And then does that change mm-hmm. your feelings about it? But. No, having kids has never been something that I've wanted to do. I've always been uh, very frightened of having children. Maybe, like, say if something happened of where I met someone who already had kids, I think I would be a great uh, mom figure or, like, like an adult figure or something mm-hmm. for them. Um, but, yeah, I've never... Yeah, okay. Yeah, see, I, I wouldn't... I guess I'm not scared of it. I just don't want it at all Mm -hmm. and I think the only way I even put kids into the context of my life was when me and Jake are old like who's gonna be obligated to check in on us (laughs) that's and I that's no reason to have a kid for up until they're 40 so that they can check in on you on a nursing home like that's not a reason to have kids no I absolutely agree that's 
the only time is like if if we're doing something okay so there's a few times so um for those of you guys listening like I lost my mom a few years ago and we had a really close relationship because she was my only parent that I had she was like both my mom and dad and when I'm like oh I want to experience something like that again Mm -hmm. like I should have a daughter to kind of not carry on my mom's memory but kind of so and then just to have I don't know I don't know just I don't know it doesn't make sense but and then also if I get old who's gonna take care of me but I feel like it's just all about mm, you all about me yeah I don't want to say selfish I just feel like it's all about me um and I think I told you this Michelle that I had um when I was younger my mom got me into big brother and big sister which is like a program of where they uh put you with like a mentor and Mm -hmm. you kind of hang out with them and they're just like a really good um role model role model yeah yeah So my mom got me one and I had her for like a long time and then we ended up losing touch and then in the past few years we found each other again and she even, we like met up for lunch just to catch up and it was so weird. It was like right when my mom was passing away and I could never find her on Facebook every time I looked. Like I would look all the time. She used to be married to this guy who owned a resort in Arkansas and I would literally email the resort all the time be like, I used to come up there like I was so and so's little mm-hmm. sister and I knew so and so like is she still there? And I get they got divorced a long time ago and I almost thought she also passed away, but it was so weird. I could never find her yeah. and then like right when I was losing my mom, I found her. I'm like, how bizarre. Um, but she even said, she was like, I remember the first time that we met, you said you didn't want kids and you Mm -hmm. didn't want to be married. And I'm like, I didn't say that. She's like, yes, you did. You said that you never want kids of your own and that you could never see yourself getting married. And I'm like, how strange. Yeah. So then I told her, cause she was like, do you still feel that way? And I said, well, I only think about like, what if I get to an age where I can't have children anymore? Then I'm like, should I have mm-hmm. had kids? Or what if I get older? Who's going to take care of me? And she said, because she has never had kids. She's been a stepmom. Um, and now she's like a step grandma, but she doesn't look at it as a step yeah. role, you know? Um, she's like, yeah, those are my kids and those are my grandchildren. But she goes, um, I've never had kids. And look, like somehow I've still had kids yeah. in my life. Yeah. And she was like, I was a mentor for you. So maybe you could be like that for someone. Mm-hmm. And she said, and also there's a lot of kids who don't have like a relationship with their parents. So don't exactly. count on them. No. She was like, "Some, what if you had a kid and you just didn't, you lost touch with them? And mm-hmm. she's like, so don't rely on that. And I'm like, yeah, not that I was, but it just continued yeah. <laughs> to put things in perspective, yeah. you know? Well, you always think like, well, I'll have that kid and when they're 40, they'll definitely take care of me. And it's like, that is a 15% chance. Exactly. And it's like people have their own families mm-hmm. and then you always see the one sibling that is trying to take care of their yeah. parents because no one else wants to. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. There's always that thing where women are thought that, well, when you get to be in your 40s and you didn't have a kids, like, will you regret it? There's the choice and stuff. But I think it's unfair because if you do have the kids, you can't say that you regret it. So mm-hmm. there's, you can't ever, there's never an equal balanced no. playing field. It's like, oh, well, I didn't have kids. Do I regret it? I can't tell the, you know, like I can't judge it because I didn't have kids where it's like, if you did have kids, you can't be like, I regretted having kids. I mean, yeah. I feel like my mom has said that, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just need to go back real quick. A resort in Arkansas, you yeah. say? Like who's going to Arkansas for a resort? Girl, everyone. 
From where? Every, from Kansas? It's like, it's like in the mountains. Oh, like an Aspen type of a thing? But not like Aspen. Not Aspen, but, like... but yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Got and you. it was like he owned the whole resort. Oh, okay. It was like... Oh my gosh, it was crazy. I'd go there every summer. It was like the best time. Mm -hmm. Oh, la la. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was fun. Sorry, whenever I think resort, I think tropical beach. I'm like, there is not a tropical beach in Arkansas. (laughs) No, but that's me being fucking petty. Oh my gosh. And I remember they used to like take me on like this boathouse and I would Mm -hmm. listen to Alanis Morissette in like the 90s and like jump off. It was like so fun. And you have a little flannel? No, and swimsuit. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, okay, let's get back to the main point, yes. not resorts in Arkansas. Okay, but so what do you think it is that has made you feel like you don't want to have kids physically? Because I just, I don't ever picture it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of women picture a baby, a child, a teenager in their lives and how that plays out and being pregnant with their partner and all the, like I've literally never ever even imagined it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cross my mind as something I want to do. Yeah. Um I think a lot of people in my life, my mom, my cousins and stuff, they think I'll change my mind because I was also a anti-marriage person for a long time and and an anti-baby person and obviously I got married so I think they're like, well, you flip-flopped on that. Right. And also, but a lot of people in my family didn't have their first child until they were in their mid thirties. Mm-hmm. Like my mom didn't, my older female cousins that kind of are the role models for me mm-hmm. as well. So I think they think like when you're 34, it'll just, it'll click, but I don't believe that's going to happen. And the only reason I changed my mind on marriage is because my parents had a horrible divorce. And so I was just like against, it. I was like, people that go through divorces turn into horrible monsters like Mm -hmm. I never want that in my life I can't deal with that I I don't want to ever hate the person I was with so much that it turns into that warfare um but then I met Jake and we were together forever and after the second year I knew I wanted to be with him forever I just didn't think marriage was a necessary thing um and then I realized I did want to marry him because we're two completely different people than my parents we're actually madly in love with each other mm-hmm. and like best friends. And I, I can count on one hand the amount of times that we've had fights and they never last more than a few hours, you yeah. know, and it's been 13 years. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I, we can get married. Yeah. Like that's a different thing, but the baby thing and Jake doesn't want babies either. So mm-hmm. at this point, like we would have to have a real conversation about if we're going to go down that route and neither yeah. of us want to do it. So, like, my experience was not Mm -hmm. wanting to have children. Um, So, like I mentioned before, my mom raised me and my brother as a single parent. Like, I just remember her having multiple jobs. There were even times when we had to stay in a shelter. There were times when we had to stay at her co-worker's house because we did not have a place to live. She was always trying to find a cheaper place to stay. Mm -hmm. Always just trying to figure it out. And I was like, this is so stressful. Like, Mm -hmm. although she did the best that she could, like, I'm so grateful for everything she provided us with. But I'm just like, I could not imagine me doing that. And then also growing up, all of my friends, like if I'd go over to their house, all of their sisters had kids like at a very young age and so it would always be my friend watching oh god the sisters kids and it would just be like kids everywhere and like 
kids my age watching all of the babies Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh my goodness like this is so crazy and it was just like what you were used to and I was like I don't want to do that sounds sounds horrible yeah I was like no and then also I feel like most of my friends had single parents but any of the couple like married couples Mm -hmm. I felt like they would just argue about the kids and I was always afraid that if I were to get married if I had a kid it would probably cause divorce between Mm -hmm. me and my husband and I was like I don't want that and I think back in the day it just wasn't almost allowed it's like no you have to have your kids now mm-hmm. and now it's not as strict like strict yeah I feel like my mom wouldn't have had kids if she was my age now how old was your mom when she had you and your brother she was 33 when she had my brother and she was 36 when she had me oh, okay mm-hmm. my mom was 32 when she had me yeah sometimes I'm like I wish I had that feeling of wanting a kid mm-hmm. I'm like what is that feeling like yeah. why but then I don't know it's just not that everyone has a kid for selfish reasons, but... No, 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 no. I don't know. I'm just like, what is that thing that's missing? I think you just... You probably just don't want them. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, people just weren't al- allowed to not want kids back in the day. It's like, yeah. you need to procreate. You need to have the next generation. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you having kids? It right. doesn't make sense. And kids are so expensive, too. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> I can't even take care of myself. There's no way no. I could financially take care of a I don't get kid. it. I don't know how anybody financially takes care I of don't children. Either. I wonder what age, like what time frame is the most expensive when taking care of a child the whole and time. raising. They always say like, <laughs> oh, at least 18 years. It's like, then there's college. If there's not college, like your kids are always in your lives asking for money with their little yeah. grubby fists. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. No. When they, it's just not 18. Okay, I'm done. No, it's true. It's a whole lifetime. Yeah. And I, I'll say it out loud. I don't want kids for very selfish reasons. I love my life the way mm-hmm. it is. I like that we can pick up and take off if we needed to. We can... The only thing I have to worry about is my cats. Isn't selfish though? Because I don't like when people think it's selfish that you decide not to have... It's like... Maybe I'm just aware. It's a, it's A, aware that I don't want them and I don't think... I would step up to the plate and I think I would be a great mom if I needed to, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. And then also, I really honestly believe that the earth is just melting in on itself Mm -hmm. and there's no reason to be bringing kids in right now. Yeah, I agree. I used to tell my mom that all the time. I'd be like, mom, why did you have me? Why didn't you choose Uh the other option? Uh Like, why did you bring me into this awful world? And she would always be so sad. But I'm like, honestly, like, because I wouldn't have known. Like, well, I'm glad you're here. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I don't have a choice. I I know. Well, none of us do. I mean, obviously, I'm glad we're all here and we're all living this life together. But at the same time, I hope those kids you're making right now are climate scientists and not influencers because uh, <laughs> we need more of those scientists out there. And but argue. if they're an influencer, hopefully they're not living paycheck to paycheck. Like some of us. <laughs> you can only be one or the other. <laughs> Listen, the next generation, you can only either be A, influencer, or B, solving the climate crisis. Yeah. The UN just like put out a report on... I think Monday or something, saying it's a code red for humanity. So What? Yeah. It's not good. It's not looking good for us. Oh, my gosh. This whole summer has been either a heat wave or downpour rain. Yeah. 
we're in a nut we're literally in a heat wave right now as we're recording this for the fourth time that's also another big reason why i'm just like what's even the point yeah i mean not to scare anyone or worry anyone who's listening like do what you're gonna do you probably already have kids it's gonna be fine they'll figure it out yeah we're just going down the hole Uh of worrying i mean are you kidding me i don't even like making doctor appointments for myself michelle (laughs) asked how i was doing it i literally started crying like I, c- I couldn't handle my own mental health if my kid was also having oh issues. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a point in time, not that I wanted to have a kid, but I was just like, I'll have a kid and I'll show my mom how easy it is, how mm. I can do it better than she did. A, not a reason to have a kid. Yeah. B, I probably couldn't because it's so fucking stressful. Like, I, she's already very anxiety prone of course she was screaming us that all the time like she worked 14 hours a day in a factory came home made dinner just wanted to watch her telenovelas and talk to her cousin on the phone and we were being fucking kids screaming up a storm like of course she was always screaming at us yeah i wish as a kid i would have known like hey mom needs a little bit of time to Mm -hmm. chill out for a second yeah it's a thankless job all right so we uh (laughs) found the list This is actually what prompted this episode. We had it written as one of our topics, but then on Monday, this BuzzFeed list popped up for me, and Mm -hmm. I was just like, well, we haven't said what we're going to do Thursday. This is what we're doing. Yeah, and I thought this was fitting, too, because before you had texted me, Joe and I had a conversation about kids because he was married before, and so I was asking, did your ex want kids? And he was like... Yeah, she did, but I really didn't. But, you know, like, if you love the person, I would have considered having kids with her. And I was like, so if I wanted a kid, you would have a kid. And he's like, I don't want a kid. But if you were like, maybe I do want a kid, I would be open to having, like, a serious conversation and, like, Mm -hmm. talking about it and all of that stuff. And then you had messaged me. and It was, like, interesting, but... Wow. Anyway, so uh, Michelle found this article, not to give credit to BuzzFeed, because sometimes they're assholes, Mm, but we just, we're using this portion for entertainment. Yeah. Entertainment reasons? Hmm. We want to see other people's point of views. Yeah. So what's the name of this? People are sharing why they choose not to have kids, and I've honestly never considered some of these POVs before. All right. All righty. So number one. That whole thing about your friends starting to have kids and that it will make you want one. The funny thing was my friends having kids was the exact reason my 50-50 went to I don't want them. I can tolerate kids for short spans of time, but at the end of the day, I don't have to deal with the stressful part of having kids. Like sickness, tantrums, money, etc. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I was never 50-50, but at the same time, it's like, oh, this is your all day. Yeah. Oof. Well, and it's crazy because, so our friends, Jason and Ashley, they had a baby last December and they Mm -hmm. actually came up to Salem a few weeks ago and their baby is so well behaved. Like he was Mm -hmm. so calm and quiet and they just were on the ball taking care of him. Yeah. When I see kids like that, which isn't very often, I'm like, maybe I could do that. Yeah. But do I want to? No. That's That's a lottery ticket gamble. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, I don't know, you you know, I like to spiral, so I like yeah. to just think of, like, all the possible. You like to present all the, all the yeah. scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, and then also, I mean, not for nothing, my brother is trying to have kids right now, mm-hmm. um, and they're going through infertility treatments and things like that, and so I asked my mom, I was like, are you excited to be a grandma? She's like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, what? I feel like most grandmas are just like, yes, my, yeah. like, first grandbaby, I'm so excited, and she literally goes, well, I haven't met the baby, so I don't know if it's going to be a good baby. What? You haven't met the baby? 
That's like me. Like that's something I would say about Michelle's friends. Like I haven't met your friends. Yeah, so I don't know if I like them. I'll see. That's my mom. I don't know. And then Jake's mom, Audrey, is just like, oh, I wish you guys would just have a little baby. Mm -hmm. Not that she like pressure. She always prefaces it with like, no pressure. I just she just wants a baby, and I get it. I get wanting to be a grandma. You gonna take care of the baby? She probably would. You gonna be a living nanny, Audrey? She would. (laughs) She would fucking move up here and probably take care of this baby. But I also think she just loves her kids so much that she's just like, mm-hmm. I want you to experience that specific type of joy, yeah. you know? Here's another one. Because I don't currently have a partner or much financial stability in my life at this stage, and I don't want to be a single parent or bring a child into the world if I'm not in a position to provide for them. So I feel like that's a temp- that's a temporary one. Well, it could change. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's like a definitive, I'm not having kids. Yeah. I think that's a waiting thing but at the same time nothing's ever going to be perfect no so that's yeah that's the thing you have to remember mm-hmm. too and you never know if it's gonna be easy it's not everyone no. thinks like you get pregnant when you want to get pregnant it is very very hard to get mm-hmm. pregnant it's and that's something that I think more people need to start talking about too mm-hmm. is it's not just like all right I'm ready now yeah there could be issues it could be a process so waiting for the perfect time is no, it's never going to it's never yeah. going to be perfect. So this one, this person says, "I have two boys and I love them, but boy, do I wish I hadn't had them. Whether it be political, climate related or economical, their future doesn't look too bright." Oh, this is sad. And my whole life is now dedicated to making sure I can be around and financially available to help them in a cutthroat world. I mean, that's I feel like how I would feel if I did have kids. Yeah. Is like, why did I bring them into this world mm-hmm. where everything's so fucked up? I think every generation feels that way. Like, imagine if you were going to be a parent during, like, the Vietnam War. Like, everything seems right. fucked up. And I know you can't live your life or end humanity because it looks bleak. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it just looks so fucking bleak. Yeah. You would hope, I don't know, my mom always said, like, I hope I've given you the tools just to, like, survive and get through life and I'm like yeah you did like Mm -hmm. that's all you can really ask for I hope this isn't coming off as negative because I feel like it's very (laughs) gloom and doom right now yes it is I'm like we should try to find maybe the next episode or something an article of like what has been the greatest joy of people who have been able to have kids just Mm -hmm. to kind of well I think your kids might do amazing well not might your kids will always what if your kid becomes a serial killer people (laughs) I always said, like, I'm like, I could never have a kid because if they get bullied at school, like, I will come for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're not beating up my kid. Mm-mm. Not today, Tommy. No. <laughs> Fucking Tommy. <laughs> I just, we were just watching Ink Master and they had to paint people's helmets that have epilepsy episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to wear the helmets in case they have a seizure and yeah. fall. There was this kid that was like 16 years old and he was just like, yeah, people bully me at school and stuff. And I was literally crying angrily and like, I need to go to his fucking high school and beat the shit out of those motherfuckers that have the audacity to make fun of this kid because he wears a helmet. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Michelle's about to cry right now. I would, I would break some arms. Yeah. I'm I sorry. Too. Yeah. I <laughs> so would if you need to rent to us. House. <laughs> like, I'm a pussy bitch for myself, but yeah. for my fucking kid. Mm-hmm. For anybody's kid. Yeah. If I see a kids kid. being bullied, that I'll beat you up. 
I don't mm-hmm. care if you're five. <laughs> All right, yeah, I care I'll make fun five. of your five-year-old mm-hmm. ass for making fun of my kid. <laughs> I'll fucking roast that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> make you cry and your parents cry. <laughs> oh, my God. But do not bully people. I will uh, leave. Yeah. Just raise. I don't. And it's like. When you just see assholes in life, you're like, Mm -hmm. where were your fucking parents at? Mm -hmm. Like, why are you not acting right? Why are you not a decent human being? And I'm sure there's reasons for that, too. But sometimes you just need a good ass kicking to realize that you don't get the right to bully other people. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. All right. This one's good. I like my life how it is right now. Sleeping in, taking spontaneous trips, spending my money on myself, having a kid means your entire life changes, and I don't want my life to change. Mm -hmm. I think that's just all you have to, that's as simple as it needs to be. Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh, what about this? I can barely go through my period without painkillers. I'll never manage to give birth. Also, I don't like kids. They're annoying. Mm. Well, I mean, you don't have to give birth to have kids, mm-hmm. but if you don't like kids, then yeah, don't, don't have even, them. <laughs> don't even go there. But yeah, you don't. There's no. There's not one way to have kids. You can obviously adopt. You can foster. You mm-hmm. can just birthing a child is not the only way you become a parent. All right. So this one, I just have no desire. I don't hate kids, and I love my nieces and nephews, and have a <laughs> great time being an influential part of their life. However, that means that I also see how difficult and stressful it is to raise kids. I understand that people really love it and it's worth it to them, but that's just not me. Mm. I think that hits closest to me. Because mm-hmm. my my plan is I'm just going to shower other people's kids mm-hmm. with money and attention when the time comes right, and then hopefully <laughs> they check in on me. Yeah, <laughs> and then they'll also check on me because uh-huh. Joe and I will be living You'll with be living you here. Yeah, perfect. Or between the four of us, we'll just hire somebody. Oh, but I also feel in line with this one, too. There are millions of orphans in the world. What about me and my genes is so special that I have to create an entire new human from scratch? The world doesn't need more people. Mm-hmm. I feel that one, too. Yeah, same. I think later in life, if anything were to change, like fostering adoption is always an option. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fostering mentoring. Yep. If we have the means and yeah. we feel like we want, we missed the boat on something, we could always foster or adopt. Oh my gosh, yeah, definitely. Like, if I had the means, like, foster for sure. And uh, just imagine, like, adopting a human and, like, just providing a a, a loving relationship and a safe space for them. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's it. Okay, I feel like it's too gloomy. Well, I mean, we don't want kids, so it is gloomy. Okay. Did that change your mind at all? Or are you now like, you know what, Joe? Let's give it a go. Do you ever just hold your belly and act like you're pregnant? I used Never. to do that all the time. I'm like, what would I look like if I was pregnant? Really? Mm-mm. When I have a food baby, I'm like, what if this was a baby? No. I'm sorry. I don't relate. I hold my stomach a lot, and I'm just like, ooh. But that's it. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think I've ever had any of it, yeah. which is, I think, crazy. Mm-hmm. Not crazy, not but crazy. based on, like, how everybody else around me feels. But no, I've never, I just never had any gut yeah. inklings, anything. Same. So. I mean, mine's just, like, just pondering about yeah. it. Yeah. You just, well, you just like to imagine just, like, every imagine scenario. imagine everything, yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm sure you would imagine if you were a swinger what that life would be. I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
it. I'm like, I wonder if I had traveled to Paris and I lived as an au pair for a year. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Where would I go? Where would I go? How many croissants would I eat? Would I have what a food would I baby? Be would I have an, an Instagram dedicated to my life in Paris? When Netflix made a show about it. Sam oh, in Paris. Yeah. Let's not force ourselves to have a typical or in quotations normal type of life thankfully we're born in a time where you do get to choose whether or not that's something you want to do i think a lot of people in the past would have been better off if they weren't forced into parent situations so do whatever is best for you whatever is going to fulfill you and make you happy mm-hmm. yeah i mine's along the those lines too let's not feel um let's not feel pressured into thinking that you have to decide right now i mean there's different circumstances for different people in their different parts of life but you mm-hmm. know what i mean um and just that it's okay to not want kids right now Mm -hmm. and you might change your mind if you do cool and if you don't that's great too perfect yeah i mean you only got one life to live live it the way that you want to Mm -hmm. a hundred percent if you're on your deathbed are you gonna look back and be like i'm so glad i lived my life for me or i'm so upset that i Mm -hmm. lived my life for the society and everyone else and also there is no regrets later because there's millions of different options for you to become a parent Mm -hmm. and you know that that stepmom life sounds real nice if me and jake ever (laughs) ever end it i am just gonna look for a nice older sugar daddy that has a few kids i'll just mentor the shit out of those kids and then they'll take care of me exactly boom solved Uh, let's also take care of me because i'll be living with you all right and also sam's there (laughs) in a situation because she lives with me later in life All right. I hope that this didn't offend anybody. That was not our motive. We just wanted to talk about our whole deal with the no kids thing. Mm -hmm. But we will. Don't stop listening if we did. (laughs) Don't. Please don't. (laughs) Please don't. Don't unfollow us either. (laughs) So we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. We love you so much. We love those kids of yours. If you got a kid, hug them for us. And if you don't, hug yourself for us. Oh, baby girl, give yourself a hug. Thanks for listening. We hope you guys have a great week. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com. Mm-hmm.